This is Courage Cast. Faith, inspiration, and motivation for today. Well, hey everyone, this is Eric Nordoff, and you're listening to another episode of Courage Cast. Today is part three of my four part conversation with Bob Berg, the co author of The Go Giver book, a series that I'm incredibly fond of, a book that I'm incredibly fond of, and a series of books that have made a big impact on me. And so we continue now with a more of a conversation about the characters in the book and specifically how to structure a win-win go-giver deal. How do you structure a deal that is both a win for the person that is receiving and a win for the person that is giving? And I get into that right here in my conversation with Bob Berg, co-author of the book, The Go-Giver. I want to just touch on one more thing in the book. Um, you talk about the law of receptivity mm-hmm. and I find it interesting that my thoughts were when Joe of course is called upon in the last minute, uh, in the last few chapters to help Neil, um, Hanson. Neil Hansen out. Um, and he structures a deal with Rachel, obviously to become a partner. How do you think that, because that seems like it's a, it's a, uh, self-interested motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why Why do you think that um, Joe did the deal? And how do you think he structured? How do you think he approached Rachel when when this opportunity came about? Because was he thinking about himself or was he thinking about Rachel or was he thinking about both? Because it seems both. like a, a win-win yeah. deal, but we talked earlier about 100%. So mm-hmm. how do you get over the mindset of giving with 100% without receiving, but then also structuring a deal that, that puts you in to a beneficiary relationship. This is, this is where it's so important to, to look at one of the concepts that Pindar taught Joe just a bit earlier than that, where he asked Joe to breathe out Mm. and to hold that breath for the count of 30. Now holding an outgoing breath for the count of 30, very difficult. I do it with my audiences and say, okay, hold your hand up as soon as you're out of breath. And <laughs> after about five seconds, you got half the audience, 10 seconds, most of them, 15 seconds, you know, and other than a, a swimmer who, right. you know, can uh, pretty much all of us uh, are, 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 we're out of breath after about, you know, 12, 13 seconds. Right. So, and he said, well, and Joe said, I can't just breathe out. I've got to breathe in as well. And, and Pindar said, well, Joe, what if I was to tell you it's been medically proven that it's actually healthier to breathe out than it is to breathe in? Right. And Joe just laughed. He said, you know, that's silly. You can't. You've got to do both. You've got to breathe out and breathe in. We breathe out carbon dioxide. We breathe in oxygen. We mm-hmm. breathe out, which is giving. We breathe in, which is receiving. See, unlike the messages that we get from the world that we, we discussed a little bit earlier, those negative messages about prosperity, giving and receiving are not opposite concepts. They're simply two sides of the very same coin, Mm -hmm. and they work in tandem. In fact, to try to focus on just one side while diminishing the other is really an exercise in in futility. Mm -hmm. So what we want to do is not say, you know, am I a giver or a receiver? It's I'm a giver and a receiver, but what we know 
is that the focus must be on the giving of value. Mm -hmm. Focus on the giving and then allow the receiving. So there was no dichotomy in Joe uh, reaching out to Rachel, who he knew had the product and service, and, and he, who had the business acumen and had the connections, and putting this together so that everyone, uh, including the customers, uh, won. Right. I love it. I love it. Okay. So not, not because sometimes people just kind of cut themselves off purposefully, and they mm. think they're being noble, you know? Um, yeah. You know, you, you bring up a good point, and I, I want to just touch on that briefly, if I may. When we talk about being a go-giver, okay, we are not talking about being a doormat. We're not talking about being a uh, a martyr. We're not talking about being self-sacrificial. Mm. It's simply understanding that your focus is on bringing value to others, to the individual, to the marketplace as a whole. And as you focus on bringing value to others, that starts the chain of events that leads to your receiving, not from some magical way out kind of woo-woo type of thing, not at all. It's because you think about it. Who do you want to do business with? Mm -hmm. Probably it's from someone who you know is out to help you and add value to your life. Right. I love it. I love it. Thanks for clarifying that. My pleasure. Okay. We have just a few minutes left and I want to get to some of the questions from our team. Uh, The first person I want to ask a question from is Lisa. Lisa was the person that introduced me to the Go-Giver book uh, about three and a half years ago. She was actually our first enrollment in our business and we have, you know, 5,000 people on our team now. So it's uh, it's quite a bit and she's been a big part of it. And so she asked this question, how do you foster a true Go-Giver heart and mindset versus what seems to at times result in, I tried the go-giver thing and nothing happened. So they give up hope and revert back to old ways of thinking. All right. Well, uh, that's a great question, Lisa. And and, and here's what it is. They probably didn't really try the go-giver thing. They probably tried what they assumed was a go-giver thing. Uh, by, by doing things that had nothing really to do with, with the go-giver laws. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so in other words, just, you know, giving everything away for free. Well, that's not being a go-giver. Okay. Uh, you know, um, you know, doing some something nice for someone and expecting that by magic, all of a sudden, great things are going to come to you. Now, right. that's a different thing. OK. Mm-hmm. And so when I go through, uh, for example, we were talking about bringing value to others, giving value, adding value. Right. Mm-hmm. So here's the uh, here's what we need to understand. Value is always in the eyes of the beholder. It's not what we think is of value about our product, our service, our opportunity, or about anything that we share. It's not what we think they should think is of value. It's what they believe is of value. So we've always got to gear the value we bring to another person based on what they value. How do you know? You Mm -hmm. ask questions. Right. You discover. Mm -hmm. You find out. Okay. Um, then again, if some, uh, a lot of times people will say, well, I was trying, I was being a go-giver and what they were meaning was they were, uh, they were a doormat. Mm -hmm. They were, you know, they were allowing themselves to be taken advantage of. And most of the time it also means they were not allowing themselves to receive. So when someone says I tried the go-giver thing, I don't want anyone to confuse that with, with sort of a, what someone might think is a go-giver thing (laughs) when they probably haven't read the book and probably haven't really gotten deeper into what, you know, what we really mean and how to do it. 
Very, very good stuff. Good clarification there. I'm glad Lisa Hentrick asked that question because she's the one that introduced me to the book and got to got to get an answer and got to hear what the true go-giver way is. It's about adding value that is important to them, that what others think is of value. And the only way that you can find out, you can't guess, you can't suppose, you can't sort of think that it's a value to you, so it must be a value to others. No, it comes by asking questions. It comes by getting curious and getting genuinely interested in what another person seems to be of value. If you found this interesting and you want to continue this conversation, go to CourageousCommunity.com, join the Facebook group, and talk with us about it. Share how this part of my four-part interview impacted you. I look forward to hearing from you. Also, subscribe and give us a rating and review on iTunes. That's the best way to listen and the best way to get that on your phone right away. Well, that's it for me. I'll be back again tomorrow on another episode of CourageCast. Cast.